I'm Eric, and today I watched WWE Hell in a Cell 2017, which aired on October uh, 8th. Was it 8th? Yeah, October 8th, 2017. Oh boy. Oh boy. This this was an excellent, excellent pay-per-view. Not everything was great, but so much of it was great. That, oh, I can't wait to see what happens next. But I have to because I, I can't, I can't, uh, I'm recording this on Tuesday night, but uh, SmackDown, the follow-up to this pay-per-view, uh, doesn't come to Hulu for another few hours. And I need some sleep. I need some sleep first. So I saw inklings of spoilers but not enough to really know what's going on. I don't know the explanations yet. And I'm really excited for that. Uh, so let's talk about the stuff I didn't like first. Okay, there were a couple of matches that I either fell asleep a little bit during. And that's most, that's all, that's mostly all my, it's mostly all my fault for uh, eating a bunch of, pizza and garlic garlic knots uh right at the start of the pay-per-view and then laying down to watch uh that's a recipe it's a delicious recipe but it's a recipe to fall asleep during pretty much any match that you lay down during if you eat a lot of pizza and a lot of garlic breads garlic knots garlic bread it's a form of garlic garlic bread um, so that happens. It all kicked in during uh, Rusev versus Randy. Uh, so I missed a good portion of it. It may have been 30 seconds that I missed. may have been 30 minutes. I'm not really sure because I was, I was out. Out. Uh, a lot like Rusev being out as he was hit by an RKO. Okay, I, pre- I, I wanted to see an accolade reversed into an RKO uh we kind of saw that we saw Randy escape an accolade and then hit the RKO I wouldn't necessarily call it a a straight up counter of it though I was kind of imagining something much more awkward and crazy and awesome uh but this works also uh yeah it was a a solid match parts that that I remember um we had uh before that finish it was like a double finisher reversal which was kind of neat uh cuz uh Randy was hyping up the RKO doing his down on the mat snaky thing and Rusev just like grabs his arm and gets him into the accolade almost gets him in the accolade and then Randy slips out of it that sneaky snake that snaky sneak and hits Rusev with the RKO um so yeah that was one of the matches that i wasn't wild for but mostly i just had fallen asleep during it the other ones okay bobby Roode versus dolph ziggler um i was kind of 
it was more so coming off of the match before it that I, w- I was like not really interested in watching for a little bit. So I was like checking Reddit and checking Reddit. That was basically it um, during most of this match. I thought his entrance was kind of perfect. Ziggler's entrance of absolutely nothing. Although technically he did have his music play at the very start of it. Um, but it was, it was kind of neat to see that kind of entrance. No uh, pomp and circumstance about it. No music. No special lighting. Just a guy and a girl. And I, I don't even remember what movie that is from. Is that from uh, Almost Famous? No. Um, ten, no. It's uh, what's the. Oh, gosh. I think it has an A in it somewhere. Uh, how can't I remember this film? Anyway. Uh, Rude versus Ziggler. Uh, they, there's some good stuff in there, but it was, uh, I, I don't know. To have, to, uh, you had to put something in that spot. Uh, as the second to last match. It followed the WWE Championship match, which, um, uh, oh my gosh. Okay, so Rude versus Ziggler. Bobby Rude won. Uh, there, it was a kind of funny end, uh, ending as we had roll-up after roll-up after roll-up after roll-up. Reversal, 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 and hands fulls of trunks and so many butt cracks. Um, I mean, two butt craps, but butt, butt craps? Two butt cracks, but multiple times each. Um, so a total of like four, I think. Um, it, they really didn't get pulled down far enough to see the crack until the last couple of roll-ups. But enough about butts, especially Bobby Roode and Dolph Ziggler's butts. Um, I did, yeah, I did, I did like that. I did like that, that ending. And Dolph Ziggler hit the zigzag right after that win. Uh, cause it did come as a surprise. He's like, uh, okay, well, gotta finish you off. I'll show you that I am the best at what I do, except at actually winning. But anyhow, before that, uh, Shinsuke Nakamura versus Jinder Mahal. Jinder Mahal won. Uh, I think it was at least a little bit better of an ending. Uh, if we didn't have the last five or six endings, this ending would have been, you know, just fine. Just fine. But because it's tarnished by those other endings, it feels a lot like those, even though it is a little bit different. We did get involvement from the Singh brothers. They got ejected, and their involvement didn't directly lead to Nakamura's loss. They did uh, they did keep his win from happening at that moment. But there is still the own... Um, after that point, Jinder Mahal was on his own. No distractions further. No further distractions. And he was able to take care of business for himself uh, by dodging that knee strike and uh, taking advantage of that to hit Shinsuke Nakamura with the Colossus. So, Jinder is still a WWE champion. Uh, yeah, that that's dumb, but uh, okay, fine, whatever. The U.S. Championship is way more interesting anyway, and this the U.S. Championship match was phenomenal. Of course, we have to use that word. Uh, but before we talk about that, let's jump up to the top of the show. I'm talking about this whole show so out of order uh but 
It makes sense, too, because speaking of the U.S. championship match, Ty Dillinger goes to Daniel Bryan before the show, on the kickoff show, on the kickstarts, Mountain Dew kickstart, brought to you by Mountain Dew, kickstart drink, energy drink, energy drink, energy, energy drink, energy drink. Is anything called that yet? Anyway, um, Ty asks Daniel Bryan if he can be a part of the U.S. championship match and make it a triple threat. And Daniel says, yes. Uh, well, he doesn't say yes. Ty says yes. But he says, that's a good, that is a good idea. And then they trade off chance for a while. And Daniel gets really way, way too overboard into it. And it's, it's a little bit scary, but also... Um, <laughs> it, it, it's it, it is fun. It was fun to watch. Uh, also on the pre-show, the kickoff show, the kickstart with Mountain Dew, Hype Bros versus Chad Gable and Shelton Benjamin. Chad Gable and Shelton Benjamin won the match. So there you go. They're getting some momentum as this brand new tag team that really should be. Jason Jordan and Chad Gable, but uh, and then it could be Ben Shelton Benjamin over on Raw doing his thing, teaming up randomly with Matt Hardy to fill in the Jeff Hardy gap. I know a few people who have filled the Jeff Hardy gap. Anyway, um, yeah, it was a it was a pretty fun match, but I was really disappointed that there was no further storytelling in the match. There wasn't anything afterwards or anything like that. They are kind of teasing that either Zach or Mojo were going to turn on the other. Uh, yeah, we've been getting all kinds of tag team turns on each other. They've already done that, though. So it's kind of like part of what they are, that there is the conflict between the two of them, that they're not quite – they're on the cusp of something, but not they're not quite there yet. And I thought we were going to get some story out of this. But no, they just lost the match and that was it. The other match that was like that, that I am, on one hand, I think we were all kind of expecting something to happen after the match or the ending of the match to be a wonky and uh, another redo of the, the screw job. But that's not what happens. Charlotte versus Natalia. Oh, why did I circle Charlotte one? She did not win. Um, there was a... Oh, I can't even imagine it now. I wrote down that there was an awesome sharpshooter reversal. So it had to be great. But uh, Natalia got disqualified. Oh, Charlotte. Yeah, that's why I circled her name. Charlotte did win via disqualification because Natalia attacked her with a chair. And so is disqualified. And so she is still the champion, but she did lose the match. Um, but yeah, I was I was expecting, I guess we did get a little bit of story there, but I was expecting extra stuff to happen. And that was their intent, I suppose. Get us wanting that cash in. Because they've kind of lightened up on teasing it. We've had her presence with the leashed James Ellsworth, but a lot of the other stories have been more interesting and more focused on lately. So if they did, it probably would have felt like crammed in there and uh, maybe it would draw attention away from other uh, places that definitely deserved a lot more attention. Although I would have, I would have, 
I would have traded a WWE Championship match. If we could just go one. Okay, do it like you're doing the Universal Championship and just give us a break for a month. Maybe. But probably not. It's not going to happen. It's like, okay, if you if we have to have... If we're stuck with this champion, give us a break from it. Like, just for a month. So maybe next month. Probably not. Anyway. Um... Yeah, I liked Charlotte versus Natalia. It was, it was it was pretty good. It was pretty good. Um, I mean, not would it, is it Natal- one of Natalia's best matches? I couldn't even say. It's definitely not one of Charlotte's best matches. We had uh, we had a moonsault to the outside, so that was kind of a signal that oh, Charlotte's not gonna win this match, but. Um, but yeah, it was, there's some good stuff in there. There's some good stuff in there. I also enjoy that Natalia's entrance is basically got to walk as fast as I can. No, not run, just walk as fast as I can. Don't even look at anybody. Just look straight forward. Dude, I can't remember her music. I was, gonna, I was about to start singing Charlotte's music. So um, anyway, let's skip backwards again. Actually, you know what? I'm just going to save the best two matches for the uh, before we talk about the best three matches, because there's only three more matches to talk about anyway. Um, the return of the fashion files. This was a lot of fun. Um, it was a little bit. It wasn't. It's It's been so long that's getting hyped up more and more and more in my head. So it was both uh, awesome and also not maybe not quite so awesome because there's not enough of it. Mostly because there's not enough of it, um, but they've they've got a new case, a briefcase, a um, what's his name? I should have a, a Pulp Fiction style briefcase with the gold glowing gold inside of it. I think that their briefcase contains the money in the bank briefcase that Baron Corbin lost, and perhaps this new case will lead to them being able to cash in on the tag team champions uh there's also an appearance by the ascension which was excellent these guys are so much fun to watch uh if they just had a 23 minute excluding it, that that's the the, the runtime without the commercials so a half hour of these guys each week doing their thing it, it would be great it'd be great if you're gonna replace any network show you got to replace with the fashion files, but also make it part of SmackDown each week or, or uh, bump, bump to a five live back a little bit, get everybody going after the main show. It gives you time to do whatever you need to reset the ring and stuff. And you just watch a good solid. It doesn't have to be not 23 minutes, like a good solid 10 minute episode of the fashion files adult swim style 11 minutes solid live action silliness you could go on location all that they don't even have to actually be there just a good solid um thing to watch in the arena i guess maybe um okay so yeah fashion files amazing as always and next week we'll have pulp fashion the graphic for it is pretty great. 
Um, okay, the best three matches of the night, and I don't know how I would rank these three. They're both so good for very, very different reasons. Um, so I'll just go in chronological order. First was the New Day versus the Usos. The New Day defending the SmackDown Tag Team Championships. The Usos win the match and become the five-time Tag Team Champions. And this the, the match is really good. It was really good. And it opens the freaking show as if to say, good luck with that, everybody else. Um, but there were a couple of matches that did stand a very good chance against them. Um, the, the, this was a cell match. They were inside the cell. They, it was mainly weapons-based. Nobody really climbed up onto things, which I was a, a bit surprised about. Maybe it's because they didn't climb up onto things that they weren't able to retain the championships. I don't know. But it was a lot of weapons, tons of kendo sticks. So many kendo sticks, both just broken over other people's backs and also used to create a cell within a cell to trap one of the Usos. I think it was Jimmy. Maybe it was Jay. I can't remember exactly. But uh, Xavier Woods just grabs a huge bundle of kendo sticks. And I'm like, why does he have a million kendo sticks? And then he starts building the cage. And I went raise like oh my god that's genius why has nobody ever thought of that before maybe somebody has tried that before but it was fantastic somehow he got out of the cage probably from um i don't know i don't know how he would have gotten out uh he did lose one of them when one of the kendo sticks came undone when he got hit by a chair or something like that um so that's probably all the the opening he needed to get free from that situation um, before that whole cage within a cage business, we had the destruction of two trombones, a cowbell used as a weapon, and a gong. And I loved every freaking second of it. Uh, the weapon started immediately as well. There is no, there is no guise of this being a wrestling match in any way, really. We had a few splashes mostly delivered to biggie and i tweeted that uh you can splash biggie all you want but unfortunately he loves to get wet so that's why they <laughs> that's why it was ineffective against him they had to do that double splash the uh what is the name of it i don't know where are they the double use maybe um, they had to do it to Xavier to finish off. There's also a moment when they were walloping Xavier with the kendo sticks. And he is just like, he's just hulking out. The, the, there's no better word for that. It's such a good phrase. Um, yeah, he is like a going freaking super saiyan with those, ta absorbing those hits. It was pretty cool. Um, there's also some handcuff stuff involved. And, uh, yeah, let's go watch this. This match is really good. And I'm excited to see where things go from here. And, uh, you know, they got a trade back. They got a trade with somebody else. Because if it keeps going back and forth between New Day and the Usos, then the Usos will get the most tag team reigns first. Well, uh, the, uh, versus the New Day. 
Kofi Kingston will have the most reigns as an individual. Um, but yeah. Let's move on to the U.S. Championship match. Ty Dillinger versus AJ Styles versus Baron Corbin. Um, just simply put, this is most definitely my favorite Baron Corbin match. Ty Dillinger and AJ Styles work together so friggin' well. And then that variety from each of them going against Baron Corbin, kind of trading off with each other and all that. It's, uh, it, it added the variety that a one-on-one Baron Corbin match has kind of been lacking lately that, uh, you get kind of the same stuff. Um, the, the, the run in and out of the ring. I don't even know if he actually did that in this match. Um, you know, the deep sex, the end of days, all of that, but he did not win this match with his finisher, which is also an interesting thing because he finished the match with an AJ Styles finisher because AJ hit the phenomenal forearm on Ty Dillinger and, or maybe he did hit the end of days after that. Uh, but he definitely, he definitely came close to giving AJ Styles the end of his days to get him out of the ring. He freaking boots him clear out of the ring. Like how you might rid yourself of a criminal who is sidled up alongside you on the highway on a motorcycle to try and jump on board your Cadillac convertible to steal the bag of diamonds that's in your back seat for some reason. You the, you get that boot, just freaking wallop them with a strong kick and just send them flying off into a ditch. That's exactly what Baron Corbin did to AJ Styles before stealing the win and becoming the new United States champion. Um, there was also a freaking brutal top rope ch- choke slam from Baron Corbin that was Friggin' oh my gosh. It was it was this is the like I said, this is the best Baron Corbin match. I think there's no question about that. There might be a question about that. If you can think of a match that is better than this as far as Baron Corbin goes, send me a link. Or just uh you know, send me the information of how to watch of, of when it happened. Cause I want to see one that's even better than this, because this was this was great. Um, all kinds of reversals. I liked that. There was only a couple of actually successful finisher finishing moves that didn't necessarily finish the match because of the interference of the third party in each of those instances. And I thought that was part of what made this match so, so good was that we're not getting finisher after finisher after finisher after finisher. Um, there's attempts for sure. But uh, they they kept getting countered or interrupted, and I thought that was great. It made them kind of rely on using different moves that they maybe might not normally use. Uh, we even got to see a four fifty spring forward four fifty by AJ Styles, um, which again didn't finish the match, but it wasn't because the person he hit it on kicked out. I don't think. I think it's because the other person. Um, broke the pinfall um, to to not end the match. There was also a time when uh, Ty Dillinger, I think it was, yeah, Ty Dillinger was in the uh, the calf crusher, and um, and Baron Corbin, who had 
been knocked out for a little bit. He reaches into the ring and pulls Ty and AJ across the ring outside and pulls Ty Dillinger out and just tosses him onto the ground. So it seems it was like kind of friendly, but obviously he's doing it to save the match so that he can win. Um, but uh, yeah, the power demonstrated by him just dragging them across the ring and all that. Ah, so good. This match is so good. It should have. Okay. If the final match was awesome, but if we didn't have the final match and it was, uh, it was between the U S championship and the WWE championship main eventing the show, hands down, it would definitely have to have been the U S championship match. Uh, it's just, it's just excellent. Excellent. So excellent. Okay, so that brings us to Shane McMahon versus Kevin Owens in Hell in a Cell, or as it turns out, mostly on top of Hell in a Cell, in a Falls Count Anywhere match. Now, the thing with them fighting on top of the cage is that, uh, how are they supposed to get pinfalls up there? Falls Count Anywhere, you gotta have a ref up there so that they could potentially get pinned. Neither of them even tried it, but they kept doing... (laughs) All of these moves to each other on top into the chain mesh ceiling that kept just bending down. Just like it's, ah, uh, it it did not look safe. I was very stressed out every time they did anything. I was like, oh please, please nobody get hurt. Like I know there, somebody's gonna get hurt, but please nobody get like really really hurt. I don't want to see them fall through this cage accident or plans. That's, that's not going to be fun to see, but like the stress of thinking that it might happen. That was that like, just kind of hit the spots also. So it, Oh, Oh, um, so we get a kind of like a relief falling off of the cage half from halfway up. Kevin Owens falls into the Spanish announce table, of course. And um, yeah, not looking so good. Not looking so good. Shane McMahon has the upper ground and could easily end the match right there. But then he thinks, oh, he's out of it. There's a cage right here. I just climbed it once already. I just climbed down it. I'm going to climb it again after I get AJ over on this other table. So he sets AJ up onto the main commentary table right in the middle there. And he climbs the cage again. Sorry, this cell. And he's he's going to do it. This, this crazy SOB is going to purposely... He easily could have ended the match three minutes earlier. This is the pin, one, two, three. On the, pillow pins count anywhere. He could have done it. But no, he goes up there and he goes for big elbow off of the top of the Hell in a Cell cage. But somebody saves Kevin Owens from certain doom. And that's someone is Sammy Zayn. He saves Kevin Owens' life. Shane Owens may have died. He's laid out there. The medics come in. They're checking on him. He's, uh, there's no, no real sign Sign of life in those eyes. And uh, Kevin, he's still he's still out of it. He doesn't know what's going on. But Sammy, he's, he has his wits about him. He uh, goes over, 
rolls Kevin over on top of Shane McMahon because this match has not been called yet. This match is still ongoing. It's a call. It's a it's a it's a falls count anywhere match. And Sammy grabs the ref. He says, "Do it, count it, do it. It's finish the match right here." The ref get uh, counts to three, and Kevin Owens wins Hell in a Cell against Shane McMahon. Shane McMahon's family is there ringside. A lot of the times in the match, they're like laughing about things that they should not have been laughing about as far as their dad getting hurt. Uh, but we got a clip of uh, that you can just barely see. One of his sons uh, is just giving the double birds to Sami Zayn. And that's pretty awesome. So anyway, awesome, 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 awesome match. Those three matches are some of the best of of the year. I can't even think of any main roster pay-per-view matches or any matches that's really come close, except for some of the Cesaro and Sheamus versus Hardys and the Shields, well, the Shed matches those have been awesome as well these tag team matches as sparse as the tag team divisions on both shows are currently the matches are so freaking good so so freaking good even with just two or three teams involved over the last few months so um anyway that's it um i will be back real soon talking about week 41 of stuff all of the fallout from this i've i've already seen a couple of spoilers from raw i'm pretty excited to see it for myself um what's happening over there and uh so stay tuned for all of that i will hopefully get my survivor reviews started pretty soon here i thought that the amazing race had started but the actual race had started like the filming of the current the of the next race had started so i have to wait a little bit on that but maybe that's kind of good because i still haven't watched last season so stay tuned for everything also some comic books uh spooky comics for october i mean i'll just talk about all comics all year every day give me give me through my collection actually read a lot of them because uh once i get behind on reading them they start to gather and uh then i get more and more behind on actually reading all the comics that i have in the past i wouldn't even read most of the comics that i bought which is which is dumb that's a waste and i ended up selling them and stuff and it's like i never even actually read them what's the point of having collected them if i don't read them first so it's a concerted effort this time this about this cycle of collecting of comics um so uh stay tuned for all of that over on uh, TIW podcast along with all of these episodes uh, suggests anything and everything you know comics movies tv shows otherwise tweeting me at by tweeting me at TIW podcast uh, go to TIWpodcast.com as I said um, watch on <laughs> listen on iTunes subscribe on iTunes write a review on iTunes and support the show even more at patreon.com slash today I watched I did things slightly out of order than I usually do that's kind of muscle memory to say all that stuff. And it totally messed me up. Totally messed me up. Um, that's it for now. Hell in a Cell. Friggin' awesome. Except for those couple of things that weren't. Uh, let me know what you thought. And I'll see you next time. Bye. Bye.